Well, good morning. It's great to be back with our church family after taking a little bit of leave overseas. Now, we sat at a lot of different family tables during that time, but there is nothing we love more dearly than being with this church family. As we travel through the UK, one of the most notable things was how COVID has damaged relationships, families, churches and workplaces. And it's apparent that our Aussie society has also been disrupted, uh, affecting our families and way of life, uh, as I'm sure you've experienced. Almost every Australian church has sustained loss of people, volunteers and finances. And Gateway has not been exempt from these challenges. So in this Come to the Table campaign, we want you to hear about this family's financial needs and to learn how you can be part of the solution. You see, church, there's a big gap between the funds we need as a growing church and the actual giving we receive. Essentially, over a period of time, giving has fallen to approximately $6,000 per week below budget. And recent stats would indicate that 45% of our church adults at Gateway do not give in any capacity. So the leadership has taken prudent and significant steps to address this dilemma, including cutting our already thin budget by a further 15% or so, uh, putting all non-essential expenditure on hold, postponing all forward planning projects. And uh, we came to the decision to sell the factory. That's the active hub you may know is next door, which we only bought in July. This we did to inject funds into the church. Now, we should net about 150000 after repaying the member loans that were borrowed for this purchase. But the good news is that thanks to a generous buyer, we will still have full use of the building for zero rental for about 10 years. And that's a huge blessing. But cutting budgets is only one part of finding financial solutions. We must be a church that has its people's financial support. We, we need to have a contributing community. So we're asking us all to come to the table, to start giving, if you have not started that journey in your faith walk yet, to lift your current giving, even a small amount will make a big difference if we all help out. And for those who are able, please provide additional lump sums. But we have to say the number one priority for us is to see an increase in our regular weekly offerings. I'm sure there will be many questions like how we got to this place. And so you can go to our website um, to see a frequently asked questions uh, form and other notes on the campaign, uh, which will help you in your understanding. There's also a chance for you to ask questions uh, on the website via the link. And we are here, we are open, and we want you to come to us with your questions. Our church responsibilities are great. In this city, in Papua New Guinea, and across Australia. And it's time to step up to help out and regain our financial strength. I'm not asking you for extraordinary action. 
though as the people of God, extraordinary is the example Christ gave to us. But I am asking you, all of us, for faithful action, for faithfulness to be restored in our regular attendance, in our serving and in our giving. So church, this is the need. Today, we ask everyone who calls Gateway Home to come to the table and respond in faith before the end of November this year. Because we are family, and so we come together and we lean in when times get tough. We cover each other's needs. That's relationship. That's grace. When we act in love and grace for each other, it's amazing what God can do. Go with me, if you would, to the book of 2 Samuel. Now, when David became king, he asked if there was any remaining family of Saul, the previous king. So in an all-out search, they found a young man called Mephibosheth. He was the grandson of Saul. And so they summoned him to David's court. Now, can you imagine the fear and uncertainty of Mephibosheth and what he would have felt? Being summoned to the court of the new king, when everyone knew it was customary for a new king to wipe out any previous king's heirs and relations before any threats could rise. That's why Mephibosheth had been living in hiding from David. Another complexity that adds to his vulnerability is the fact that he was unable to walk. The Bible actually says he was lame. And despite all this, here is Mephibosheth being carried into the king's court. And David says to him, Do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness for Jonathan your father's sake, and will restore to you all the land of Saul your grandfather. And from now on you shall eat bread at my table. Not only did Mephibosheth have what was taken from him restored, he had all the land and the shelter and the favour repaid. Not just material restoration, but relational restoration. The highest honour, to eat at the king's table. Not by anything he did or earned. Grace carried him to the table of provision and relationship. You know what blows me away the most about this story, about this imagery? Being seated at the table, all your lack, all your brokenness, all your lameness is covered. You see, God is a restorer of all things. And that's good news this morning. Jesus covers all our brokenness. The story of Mephibosheth is a wonderful picture of God's grace to us. We are Mephibosheth. We were once hiding from God, poor, weak, fearful, before our king came to us, before Jesus carried us into the presence of God, to the table of the Lord. You know, Jesus told his disciples, I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my father bestowed one upon me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. That's in Luke 22. And that grace, 
the grace of David and of Jesus is the example set for us in loving and serving others. As we take our place around the table of the family of God, do we pull up a chair for others? Is there room for other people? Are we restorers? For to be restorers requires us to be a healthy church. We didn't deserve the grace and forgiveness and blessing of God, but Jesus gave it freely. And he invites us to the table and draws us into his family. So together we can accomplish his mission in this world. I am convinced that God is not finished with us, that there is yet more to be done for the sake of the gospel of Jesus in this city, in our nation and in the world around us. So, will you join us at the table?